Tonight we're talking Famously Single, Episode 3 with The House Party and special guest Samaya Reese stops by. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All up in my face and I'm from the clip. Give me space, we might rub this shit. Hey, and I'm wearing red. Hey. 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 So you got to rub the one out. I ain't doing all that. I don't know who watches it. It's not a gang sign. Okay. It's not a gang sign. Let me be clear. Okay. I'm trying to walk out on these trees. Okay. LA. LA. What up, AfterBuzz? It's your boy, DJ Jesse Jan. Here in studio for E's famously single AfterBuzz TV After Show. I'm joined in studio by my girl, Miss Tiana Hobson. Hey, everyone. You can find me on Twitter. And Instagram at oh. the Tiana Hobson. I don't yes, know why. You I just better shout yourself like out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. get okay. me, hit me up too because we okay. both famously single Hello. here after. But hit me up well, at maybe, DJ Justin J. Maybe we're unfamously single. <laughs> well, I said at after. Oh, okay. That's about, that's about the extent of my fame. Okay. Uh, but you may know this woman, uh, Miss Samaya Reese. Hey, hey. Life, I'm back. Okay. Yes, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you. Oh. Thanks. And the you. show, because I was a part of the beginning yeah. of these shows, and now but you came on Bad Girls Club. Oh, yes, oh. yes. It's been a while, it's been you a know. While. When we was when we was uh, working out the trap house. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a smaller office, everyone, and it was great because it's huge now. Yeah. It's a second location. You expanded the first one. So, after Buzz TV, thank you for having me again. Yes, girl. Say hello to your cousin. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and first of all, I just want to say congratulations to you because you. you were one of the first people I actually really connected with out here in LA. And we had some crazy times. We yes. had some great times. Great times. But. You know, connecting with you and talking about you, see, watching you on Love and Hip Hop, and then hearing you know and you know seeing your life and experiences and seeing you grind and hustle and just be out here, the woman you are. Like yeah. I'm just so proud of you Thank because you. you really like no one can say nothing negative about this girl because she no. works hard and pff, she a baddie. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She a baddie. You know, hello, <clears throat> my mom. Literally, my mom. left work to come here. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Because you grind in all day. All day. It's true. And it's really interesting because, you know, if you watch some of the first episodes in the show and some of the things that have been said about me, it's anyone that knows me in the industry or in person and anyone that's met me is like, I'm a little bit of the opposite of what they're saying, you know? Um, well, because you come off aggressive on camera, but it's because it's edited, tough, but you're a lover you know? yeah, and you protect the ones that you care about. That I care about, so yeah. The, the editors are just getting the aggressive part, but it all stems from love when it comes to me. Yes, and that's a big part of what you're going to be seeing on the show. Um, And, you know, it's also so hard when the editors work so hard and the producers to get so much camera footage and they can only put a little bit together. But I'm really excited that they're going to show a little bit more of why I am, how I am. You know, when you've been through all of the things that I've been through and also being a woman in this industry, (laughs) you have to be a beast. If you are not a beast... You will get stepped on or passed around, if you know what I'm saying in Hollywood. No one can say they ever did that to me. Mm. I came from nothing, and I built everything that I have through hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. I was a maid my whole life. I was still a maid when I was discovered. You know, I was discovered cleaning rooms, and I was signed to William Morris. Uh, You know, I've done a lot of national commercials, big campaigns, and all of these things, you know, and just still humbly working 
and, you know, and proud jobs. to say it like not one of those people who'd be like oh you know puts the front on it's no, like no this is what this I is do who I'm I am. This is, yeah and I'm just out here working and that's all I do and that's how I ended up on Famously Single well, so kind of then I didn't learn how to date anymore <laughs> <laughs> then I was like I think I'm gonna marry my money <laughs> what am well, I doing <laughs> you were in a relationship uh, a, a while back mm-hmm. and then that kind of dissolved yes uh, so you had this in between time so in that in between time and joining the show, were you a little apprehensive about doing reality TV again in, in that sense? or Yes, very much so uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one, I just I got offered a lot of projects ever since I left Love & Hip Hop, including Love & Hip Hop. Uh, I just recently actually turned down um, for the second, third time, you know, <laughs> um, Love & Hip Hop New York. But mm. respectfully, I mean, I, it, you know, when it makes sense for me and I'm in the right city and whatnot, then maybe we can walk down that road. But um, I would say that there's a lot of things that I turned down because time constraints, my family, it's a lot of real things that happen in my life, aside from show business. You know, I'm, I've am i retired both my parents, which has become very difficult for me. So it means I have to work mm-hmm. three, four times as hard, but they deserve it. You know, they came to this country with nothing to take care of their children back in El Salvador and and they came here dehydrating in deserts for 32 days with their children on their back so they deserve to never have to work another day in their life do you feel you know? thinking about that sometimes and the pressure of that holds you back from relationships because I would yeah, say it, I, I go through that yes absolutely and you're very you and your family very much like Latinos mm-hmm. you know and um you know, it, there's a lot of pressure, and because of that, it's like, I can't... Oh, and then another thing, you have to be with someone that accepts that. I'm not, I'm not abandoning my family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to be with me knows they are also marrying my mommy and daddy. <laughs> and like, when you yeah. go to Samaya's house, they all are <laughs> yeah, all there. Okay, because you see, Supported. Latinas don't move out. They move in. Okay, somehow they've moved in with me. <laughs> The whole so you were used squad. to living in the, in the famously single house. You were like, shit, it's like home. Yeah, I mean, it was different for me, but it was it definitely felt like home, you know. Yeah. But what and was that like joining these c- celebrities who have who've been known to kind of have this notorious ego in mm-hmm. all of them? Was that were you nervous when you found out the cast? Well, and you had you already I didn't knew some people? know anyone on the cast until I walked in there. Uh. And there were only a few people that I recognized. Um, Aubrey, Jessica, and Polly are the only ones mm-hmm. that I knew. Um, I didn't know Brandy, my friend Willis. It's funny because Willis ended up being like a mutual friend with like a bunch of my friends, particularly uh-huh. my boy Brian, so oh, really? which is <laughs> another football player. Uh, and yeah, so I didn't really know anyone. Um, I was nervous because... I wasn't nervous until they said there will also be guys living in the house. And I was like, okay, because I've seen these shows and it looks like everyone has their own rooms. But they were like, but you guys don't have your own rooms. Mm. It's a loft open space and they're dividers that are going to divide your rooms. Because of my personal traumas with men mm-hmm. and, and one of the, the stories you're going to the story you're going to see about what has me very like oh I'm gonna, who are these guys like I, I mean what's their deal like you know I don't know if I'm comfortable living with other men under the same house that I don't know because I don't roll like that as a Latina that's how I was raised right. mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is it doesn't make me that I'm a goody two shoes at all okay but 
you respect the space I that you do, sleep right, in. Right, I do. And, you know, I I mean, the way they made it sound, I was like, so it's like Big Brother? <laughs> like, we're all like kind of like mounted on top of each other? Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. So I was really nervous for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, once I got in there and then we saw how it was and everyone was just so cool, you know, mm-hmm. for the few, first few hours until everything until, went crazy. <laughs> until the drink started. Yeah, until the drink <laughs> started, you know. But everybody was... What are those? I know. <laughs> What oh, my oh. guy, Polly, I love him. I mean, but, you know, it was, yeah, it was it was a little nerve-wracking. But it, it, once we were there, it kind of just reminded me of my home, you know. So, yeah. but it was, it was really hard for me because what people don't know is the entire time I was filming the show, my father was in the hospital. Oh. And, again, it's a piece of my, my story. My father was an alcoholic and a woman beater. You know, because his demons, once the alcohol would possess him, he would turn into a different person. He was a good man, a good provider, but he didn't know how to deal with that. So I helped him. I'm the only person that believed in him. Everyone pretty much abandoned him. My mother broke up with him, and I stood by his side and helped him get sober. But he was having relapses. This is during filming. Yes. And I... Again, because I have to take care of my family, I made sure that my dad was going to be okay. He had to be there for another week just for tests, but the doctor said it was okay. I asked my father for his permission before I said, for sure, I'm going to do it. And it was incredibly difficult for me because I'm I'm sitting here trying to do the show. People are coming for me. I'm just like, you don't even know Mm -hmm. the things that I'm going through, the things that I have to sacrifice because it's celebrity is whatever to me, you know, it's 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 actually it's man-made you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like what, what people don't know i'm just still somaya you know i came from nothing I, i'm a proud salvadorian woman um i'm very proud of the things that i've done for my community i give a lot yeah i, I don't even i don't put pictures up mm-hmm. of the charitable stuff that i do and in everyone that knows me knows what i do because they're a part of what i do and that's who i'm always going to be so i am really looking forward for the audience to see those sides mm-hmm. of me because I am very tough. I, I have to be a beast, especially going on these reality shows. You, if you don't, if you don't stand up for yourself and you mm-hmm. don't let it be known, you're not chopping me down. You people will be walking all over you, which yeah. is interesting. So we see last week you and Brandy kind of, which is interesting because when I saw you, I saw you at the NBC carpet. Mm-hmm. And they had. I was trying to like figure out because last week I t- we talked to Rob Mack. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> Rob's so, my boy. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out because I was like, oh, okay. Well, so Aubrey and Brandy aren't into each other. Maybe that's why they weren't next to each other on the carpet. <laughs> and then we saw yeah. you and Brandy arguing. And I was like, okay, well now Brandy and Samira are on the carpet together. So <laughs> maybe. So, but it's interesting because when I saw you and Brandy together before watching the show, I was like. Yeah. That actually makes sense. They're yes. two both mm-hmm. strong, yeah, strong women. Chicks, yeah. And so to see you guys get into that. Tiff, it was mm. interesting to me because in that moment, I, I I had said I was like, in this moment, like Samaya's a really smart girl, yeah. and it intri- intrigued me that she <laughs> flipped it on Brandy versus being like Polly, like in that moment, and then you and Brandy started going at it, mm-hmm. and so was it like kind of the alpha ness, like no. You- so here's what happened: uh, if you actually watch the episode again, you will see me tell Polly chill out mm-hmm. so 
I did say that to him, but it, it's like you can. It's there very so faint. Yeah, there's so much arguing going on, mm-hmm. you couldn't hear it, and that's why when we were back in the house, I went to go get Polly because I Polly, I need for you to tell this girl that I was not in, involved <laughs> in this. What are those situation? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, when he said it, I was like, yeah, honestly, it's like it. So much was happening, but. Polly is a playful guy, but once he kept saying it over and over, I what wasn't really seen is that the guy was following me uh-huh. from table to table. Okay. He was taking was our creepy. drinks, and anyone that knows my story knows if there is a strange man that is following me, you better believe that I am like, what is what's up? Like it was a very. It's almost like my my PTSD kicked in. Mm-hmm. And I was like on defense mode. So if you watch the episode again, please do. You'll see that we're in three different areas. Mm. Look at the location. But it might not seem that way because everything's going so Editing fast. Yeah. fast yes. And and that and maybe the actually I don't think the producers really caught on to that you know <laughs> that I was really going on so um, I, at one point I did tell the producers like yo this guy keeps like falling me to table to table what's up with that and he's like oh don't worry he's harmless you know and, and so I was like okay you know everything is cool and then I turn around and he's like right like bomb rushes me so uh, the only way that I was able to really kind of defend myself is by telling them to walk away but before any of that happened he started rapping because the cameras were on us. <laughs> he started freestyling. Uh, every yeah, it's like so. Were I you there? Like, what, is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's like it, so. Then we, everything started, you know, really make sense to the context. It, hearing the context yeah. now is so interesting. Yeah, and that, and that's those are the things that you didn't. Yeah, they didn't show. So you know, he did that once the cameras were rolling because he wanted to be on TV. Mm. And so I think that his intentions of being there were totally different, you know, yeah. than what it seems like. Because all you see him is laughing during the whole time, and he looks this small, but he's still a man. Right. He's still a and man, no matter creepy. what. And he's, yeah, he's following me, so um, could I have handled it differently? Yeah, I didn't have to cuss at him, but, like, the only way you can get a dude off of you, like, when you're in the club, like, someone's grabbing your arm, you have to stand firm. Yeah, and isn't that the worst As part about being a girl in clubs? Because in situations yes. like this, it's like the only way for and someone I'm, to listen to you. Because you can say stop, no, you get can away say, stop, from me. No, no. But as soon as you curse at them, that's when they want to like perk up. Like, it's like, oh, well, why are you being a bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why are you a bitch? Why are you being creepy? Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> Like, can we, can, can we, we talk go ahead and that? talk about that? Yeah, can, I won't be a bitch if you stop being a creep. Yeah, pound creep, you know? So, like, you deserve was, a bitch right now because yeah. you're being a creep. And so, what happened with Brandy is because Brandy didn't see that, obviously, because she's, you know, sitting over there, she's sitting over there, she's not really, I guess, it's not her job to be staring at what's happening to Samaya, you right. know? Mm-hmm. So, all she saw was when I told him that. And so, what she did was a natural reaction that I probably would have done if I saw... Because so, no, I'm always standing yeah, up that's for why people. It was so weird to see it edited like this, because you are what Brandy would do. Like, yes. In that situation, it was yes. so confusing for me, because yeah. I was like... Anyone that's seen it, Samaya even my fans were like, what? The, that's yeah. not yeah. Samaya. Because even me watching it, you know, not knowing you before yeah. five minutes ago, um, I was watching it like, man, why is she like being super aggressive with him? But then, you know, I always think yeah. what's more to the story because right. I work in production too, so of I know course. how they like to of course. cut around and, stuff. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, you gotta make an interesting show. Yeah. I get it, you know, but um, I know that that working with uh, the production team, like 
you know, in no way, I'm sure that. How could they get that into yeah. that episode? Introduce all our characters. It's really you guys hard. Get, yeah. you, not only that, but yeah. this show period, he does a really good job of fitting a lot of topics into the show. And yeah. I want to talk about this. And so episode. that was probably. A, I mean, the way that it happens, like regardless of how anyone feels, I was there. I know what really happens. And Brandy, now that we've become friends, I mean, she's even gone on interviews saying like, "No, Samaya's so actually cool." Once yeah. we, it, like I said, she didn't know. I mean, how could she know? Like, all she saw was, like, me saying that. Polly kept saying, what are those? So, in reality... And then to hear the context and the PTSD, like, all that stuff is, like, people don't ever... You, you know, you a lot of people, you don't... We see people acting out or acting a certain way, and our typical thought is to go, oh, well, they're just being an asshole, or they're being a bitch, mm-hmm. or, you know, they're a bad person, instead of mm-hmm. thinking, well, maybe something happened to them like, that day. Why? What's yeah, going right. on with that? Put yourself in that person's shoes. Um, I want to go through some things that happened on tonight's episode mm-hmm. and kind of get your Ooh. inside voice. Okay. Um, so, Jessica, I love that she does this tarot card thing with the with the. <laughs> yeah, the I, knew, I knew All that. the time. Oh, she thing. would walk into my bed, and we'd, like, lay there, and she'd be, like, playing her cards. <laughs> oh, Jessica, when you come in, I'm bringing my tarot card. All right, so they're talking about all the other girls and the guys, and um, they have this conversation about not wanting their exes to ever get over them. Yeah. Um, they say, uh, What do you guys think about that? Is that something you ever think? I don't ever Ooh. think about once you are my ex, you are, you are my, uh, ex. my ex. Me yeah. too. I'm, listen, I'm uh, my girlfriend says I'm a little petty sometimes. Okay, <laughs> just because just a little. But you know what? It is, if anyone wants to pretend and act like that's not true, that you would love for your ex to see you doing better, looking good, being your hot sauce self, it's, it's, it's not for everybody, but it's a good feeling. You know, my ex hit me up, my ex hit me up long time, not long ago, and I was like, why would I hit you back? Okay. You see me doing well. That's why you hit me up. Okay. Boo bye. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> bye. I so can't. you know, in that respect, yeah. But I, I am also that way. Like when I'm done, I'm done. You know. Uh, however, I have had some very. I've only had like two like terrible exes. Everyone okay. I've ever dated has been very very kind. And we didn't work out. It didn't work out for whatever reason. But I'm not their enemy. You know, mm-hmm, like yeah. it's we're very far far away friends. Yeah, I respect my relationships. So I don't really like kind of you know hang out with other people that I've been with. But, exactly. You know, I mean. I don't really care so much if they're like dying without me, but you know it's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, you always. And they all you. come back. I should have not left you. You <laughs> taught me everything. To me. You made me a better person. <laughs> well, um, why? And you you realize that now. Right? And but you know what? I've walked Bye. away, and this is where <laughs> I think for me, instead of holding on to the animosity, it was you know what? In my life, I can say I have. I've been three relationships. Out of those three relationships, I can say to myself, you know what? As I walk away from them, I know that they left the relationship a better person by yes. knowing Yes. It. And you know what? If that's all I was meant to do in that, cool. Fine. Move on mm-hmm. and carry on. Uh, another topic they brought up was monogamy. And you said um, that you, and you're, this is so like me, when yeah. you're in a relationship. Totally invested. 
it's like I don't see anything. I don't like it blows my mind that we can get to a place like that. Yes. Um and I know that for myself, it definitely stems from my childhood because my daddy when I was little, which is interesting because my father was like a ladies man, mm. which is kind of a, another big piece of why my mom and dad broke up, but since I was a little girl, my daddy used to always tell me, when you're in a relationship, it's just you and them. Don't cheat. Don't be a cheater. Don't be that girl. Don't be that girl. I mean, since I was, like, 15, like, yep. I was always that. And I don't know if that's a big piece of that, but I know that I've always been a very faithful girlfriend, which is funny because my girlfriend now, she's, like, really, like... I, I wish she was here right now just so you could see. She'd be like, well, I don't mind if they kiss them. It's fine. Like, <laughs> she met she met Jessica. She's like, I'm a big fan of your work with Samaya on the show. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's really cute, you know. But for me, I've always been like, if I just am with you, I am like 100% attracted to you and no one else. What's your take yeah. on labels? Because so we hear uh, that when you guys talked about labels, uh, not having a label means that there can't be failure and it's kind of almost like a loophole. Of course. Uh, the labels are scary. You know, some people... Um, so it's a defense mechanism. To not have a to label? To not have the mm-hmm. label. You know, it's kind of like, well, if there's no label, I can't get hurt. Yep. Move on. Hey, call me whenever. You know, maybe we can have some fun, whatever the case is. Uh, and it's true. There's so much truth to it. No label. No commitment. And no label commitment. is fine for a little bit. you don't bit. feel bad. Yep. But, but when you're... But. See, here's the thing. If you go into something with no label and then you start catching feelings... You better say something. Yeah, and yeah. because then otherwise you get lost, and the communication is so important. And at that point, that's where there has to be conversation of a label. Because I don't, yes. th- I think people also jump into things too quickly, mm-hmm. where it's like, here's a label, and it's like, well, you guys actually could have been friends, right? Instead right. of letting. And sometimes that, sit. that turns into like enemies, or like yeah. you know, some yeah. people like they're like, oh, I don't even want to talk to you, and it's like we could have avoided that. Yeah, I feel like the label thing is totally a millennial thing that's it happening is. now and maybe it's because I like you said them. like I watched my parents <laughs> <laughs> I watched my parents you know <laughs> love just each other for my whole life like they met in yeah. high school and so in my mind I tell them they've screwed me over royally because mm-hmm. I didn't meet someone in high school that I fell in love with yes. so it's like I'm looking for that but and that. I think that as a defense mechanism so it's like okay it, if I don't know if this person's gonna be that for me uh, let's not put a label on right. it and then it's nothing isn't it Ooh. interesting how our childhood <laughs> girl yeah Girl. We're adults, and we are still no, talking about a, the things we learned as kids. Adults are grown children. Mm-hmm. That's all adults yes. are. So yeah. don't ever let no one make you feel otherwise. <laughs> mm-hmm. honey. And these people out here be thinking they pay thirty thousand dollars for a damn diploma. <laughs> it doesn't buy. Okay, buy. Yeah, I'm not saying go to school, y'all. <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying definitely don't 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 not let go to people school. downplay you because they no. all these adults out here are just children. Look at Trump. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. anyways. Um, so, another one was interesting. Aubrey versus Brandy. So, Aubrey said, I don't have casual sex if uh, I'm very Aubrey. Like, I can't have casual sex. I have to be into you to have sex. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'll jerk off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brandy says, well, see, I'm a little older. I have needs. Mm-hmm. And so, she kind of has fuck buddies. Like, she has yeah. these friends. That I don't she think there's anything date. wrong with that. If you want to own that, like, own it. Yep. Because yeah. you know what I don't like? Oh, can I cuss? Yeah. Yes. I don't like hoes on the low. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Who be and trying to act like? Listen, mm-hmm. boo. If you out there, you wanted to get the D. Go and be that. Own Just, it. Own it. Because that's why I fuck with Brandy, though. Yeah, exactly. And you know, but the thing is, on on the flip side, then you have people like Aubrey. Let's say, like, which is somewhat of like how I am. Although I don't see anything wrong with like having little buddies, you know, that mm-hmm. you can lay in bed with. Uh, I also have to like be with some. I don't know. I have to be. See, like, I genuinely yeah. wish I could be like that. Yeah. Genuinely wish I could be like that because I want. But if I have needs, you better believe your girl call somebody. <laughs> I can't, girl. But I'm in a relationship, guys. There be too much. <laughs> there be too many things spreading out here. Yeah, too we, much we don't have yeah. no time for that. I'll be no, like, I'm good. I'll be I'm with good. my five friends right here. Yes, no, it's true. Pornhub. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Pornhub. I've got the app in my phone. Just kidding. Kidding. My Vinster. <laughs> so Callum, he's an interesting character. I love him. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually kind of would like to see like the friendship that you two would have because, yeah. especially mm-hmm. after hearing uh, his story today, mm-hmm. um, that his dad was an alcoholic and that mm-hmm. the first time he actually like really connected with his father was a sober moment, and they went to Greece, yes. and then he found out that his dad was drink he started yeah. drinking again and then he mm-hmm. passed away at 24 um and then he kind of went on that drinking spree what was your connection like with him in the house well i do hope that they show it uh because when a lot of it's interesting when the cameras were off mm-hmm. we would also like have these deep conversations you know i don't know if they're going to make tv or not because i know that we were mic'd everywhere uh-huh. <laughs> but um one thing that i did learn from my father being an alcoholic and doing all the things that would actually probably traumatize me in other ways for more so it just sort of made me very like aware it made me very careful with my drinking Mm. because i i can go i know this and it has happened to me before yeah no (laughs) we partake yes no and and so i'm very careful those things however i can look past because i i saw callum switch many times but I definitely always told him, like, whenever we had conversations, I would have these heart-to-hearts with him and tell him, like, dude, you are a good guy, but, like, this alcohol, you Mm. know? And, like, in order for us to try to fix it, let's, like, you know, talk about it more. Like, you know, I'm so glad that he did open up Mm -hmm. because now it won't look like he's this a-hole and he's really not. He is a good guy. It's just that he's... His connection with alcohol and the booze and like how you, you're watching it. That was so it. interesting mm-hmm. to hear that his... And I've seen it How he with connects with his father yeah. is to drink. Right. That's so crazy. It's Drinking really... Girls. No, it, it's true. And I, and, I, and I totally... I know. And so I would see something and I think Brandy would too. Would like We saw something in Callum that no one else was looking at because again, you know how people judge like for instance what happened with me with the boy, you know, Mm. that was following me, you know. And I say boy lightly because I think he said he was 25. I don't know. But, (laughs) but you know, uh, like how my PTSD kicked in when he was following me Mm -hmm. and and that's my trauma, right? And so all you see is me going off on him. So the automatic, like, reaction is like, oh, that was mean of Samaya, but no one really looks further. But the ones that do look further and deeper into why people are doing what they do, you get to see like so many other layers and Callum is full of fluffy layers and he seems and like the type of person that if really you trying. expose those layers he will yeah he he's will really work on trying and he has been trying and it's gonna take time but he's been through a lot mm-hmm. I mean you know I so I can relate like bro like you've been through some like real demons like me because everyone has a story 
No one just acts how they are because of just cause. You know, Brandy is the way she is because she's. I mean, she's really traumatized. Look, she yeah. went through. Speak what about about that in this uh, reference. So she says to uh, Callum. I always go for the bad guy, mm-hmm. and I know you. I'm attracted to you because you are the bad guy, and the bad one for me. The bad one for me, and but at the same time, she keeps saying, "I see something in you." So where does that balance? Because again, so relatable. Because <laughs> yeah. I am the king at finding a bad boy. Because I, yeah. I look at people's potential, and I see what so they you can help be, them. and I and hear look- the story. You know, what I mean, you hear the story, and you do want to see those layers, and you cater yeah. to those layers. Um, for Brandy, what's... And it also doesn't help that Callum is hot. Well, I mean... I mean hello. That, yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> like... I just... Every time I see him, I want to put a marble in his mouth and just have him do, like, a cigarette commercial. Like, you know, just be... Yeah. I thought you put a marble in his mouth, and I was like, why do you want a marble? Oh, where's this going? Where's this going? What did you see new? as far as Brandy, as far as her growing well, with that kind of conversation? Yeah, well, like, it's the same thing I saw, because we would see other sides of Callum. It, it's only when he would, like, get a little bit tipsy. drunk, tipsy. Like, and it wasn't like he was drunk all day and being a no. And actually, he wasn't really so much an a hole than he was like more a little bit of a control mm. almost. Because if you notice that, like he was like, when he yeah, flirted I want with you to be girl. with just me, not yeah. And so, so here's this but, question. So, did you notice this when he said that to Brandy? Then he flipped it and then went into that girl right. and was like, "Kiss me, kiss me." So he doesn't know like, any better. But like, does he not know any better, or was that an instinct? Like because Brandy's doing yeah, this so, now, my nah, switch turns. You stab me, I stab you, oh. and it's a, it's a, it's a trait. And I know I've seen it. That's why when we would have our conversations, when everyone was sober, we would talk and. I, I never passed judgment on him because I was like, okay, well, he's dealing with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. That's hard. And you can't control You can't control it. You control. almost don't know what you're yep. doing, even though you do, but you don't because it, your, your, your chip has flipped and all you are doing is what you know best to do. So... I you know Brandy saw other things in him too. She likes bad boys. I don't like bad boys or bad girls. So wait, was, at all. was yeah. Brandy really making out with a whole bunch of people at this party? Because no, I didn't, they didn't what, show I anything. It was just like she was hugging and like kissing people on the cheek. To a be lot. honest with you, like I, I I watched and I was like, was she? I was like, I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't see that. And I think it's again that when you're Tipsy. drunk and, yeah. t- and, and the type of what happens to him, he probably saw she was having fun and hugging other people and didn't like it but instead he also remember doesn't know how to communicate yet with a woman mm. so that's why listening to Brandon well, I didn't know yeah. I didn't know he liked me like that I mean neither did I <laughs> I'm watching it like I didn't know that was happening you know but you so. did know that Polly and Aubrey were into each other and at the party <laughs> we see a um at the end, it was kind of like Aubrey and uh, Callum were kind of looking at afar at Brandy and Polly. Was that again <laughs> internal things? Because it seemed like Aubrey really wasn't bothered, and it was more Callum kind of in her ear. Mm-hmm. And then once he fun. wanted to like flirt with her, and Aubrey was like, "No, I'm good." He went to that other girl. Yeah. So we're, with Brandy, is it just well, the juice, she has a fun a, personality. She yeah. Is. Well. Here's the thing, right? So, <laughs> in the beginning, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. <laughs> so, if you notice in episode one, um, right off the bat, me and Polly yep. were a thing, mm-hmm. and then um, a couple things happened. Something really funny. I don't know if it's gonna make it TV, but we were having a conversation about sex, and I was like, "Do you eat the kitty?" And he was like, "Oh, not really." And I'm like, oh. "Well, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out." Bye. <laughs> 
Polly D <laughs> don't eat the kitty. That's why like, he need to find him a white girl. <laughs> I was like, mm, what? So it was kind of a funny thing the way it happened, but like, you know I was what? Like, if I was from Jersey Shore, I don't know if I would. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in the true. type of girls that he meets, you know, like Might not call meatballs. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Now that I look at it, I get it. But at the time, I was like, you don't eat the kitty. Like, Bye, it's a must. Uh, so I was out. I was done. <laughs> Sprinted out. I was done. And um, and so there were before that episode happened. There was like little things that were already happening, kind of after I sort of walked off from okay. that. And so I know it was really happening, you know, and all the things that did happen. But that particular night. Um, I think that the more people were drinking, the more I feel people were seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were they putting like, in your drink? Like, what was going <laughs> like, on? Because here's the funny thing is, right? So, you know, me and Aubrey became really good friends. I mean, we all did, but it was always, like, me, Aubrey, and Jessica. And so, actually, I'm watching it now, and I'm like, oh, they're not showing, like, some of the other things that have happened. But what was funny is that Aubrey was in the bathroom, and she was like, and I was like, what? And she's like, and I was like, I don't know what all that means. So I went into the bathroom, and then she's like, I think Brandy's flirting with Polly. And, and you know, you guys, you guys saw it. And I don't think that's what was happening. I think everyone was just having fun. Right. And, and I, you know, I never saw Brandy once in the house, like, just, like, throw, like, hey, free kitty cat everywhere. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like that, you know? So, but I think that because everyone was drinking, you yeah. know? I mean, you start seeing shit and, like... And she has and, no problem being, like, yo, what's up? Like, yeah, putting yeah. her hand on She's very, and, like, yeah. like, a very friendly person, you know? And that's why her infectious personality can... Either you dig it or you don't, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I think that... What is she really is that? not into the whole celebrityism? Like she kind of made it seem on the first one. Like mm-hmm. she said, like I'll take a picture with anybody if anyone comes up to me. Like is she very much like that? Is that kind of like the shtick from the Be- Beverly Housewives? Because she kind of yeah. said like Samaya and Aubrey, they're really into the whole like celebrityism. And you thing. know me personally, yeah. so you know right. I'm, I'm not. not. Well, I'm very <laughs> anti-celebrity. Yeah, like no. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, actually I walk around with chancletas. Okay, okay. <laughs> I go to the little the little Latin markets, you know where you. Know, you get your two for 99 cent stuff like I mean yes. now I'm in the 99 cent store I go to Ross I don't have no problem with it at the same time you see me on okay. Rodeo Drive dropping that cash Bing. that I made because no man gave it to me thank you um, I'm a grown yes, woman but yeah there it's definitely I think that um uh, yeah, I don't know why all of those words were said because I'm not like that, but I think it has a lot to do with Brandy didn't know me yet. Yeah, yeah. So she probably like you know we're going to a house called the famously single house. So she's like, I don't even know who the f you are. Like, and of course that's all she was able to kind of retain from me after that fight. You know, we hadn't really talked, squashed beef, got so to know like each other. Girl fight, like what can yeah. I read her up and what down? Can I, yeah. yeah, she was just reading me, you know, and I get it, you know, like I totally get it because I'm I'm the total opposite you know i'm so you i so mean, can go there but she chooses not to yeah yeah I, I mean i can and and i and i, I, I can't say i won't but I, i'm trying <laughs> but you know i mean fans meet me like you know i go to south central all the time yeah. you know my family's there like you yeah. know i'm i'm in the streets for real not always in beverly hills so um she is definitely down earth though mm. so she is a down earth chick um but she's like us she's working so you know to 
I guess to really say like, oh, you're not really into the celebrityism. Like, we have to be on when it's right. time. Mm-hmm. But she is actually like very like down earth and chill. You know, authentically. Yeah. Like yeah. when you see her, like, like she... I went to her house. You okay. know, she's my neighbor. And she oh, acts we had the same. Taco. Yeah, yeah we had Taco Tuesday, and she was making That's some real cool. OG tacos. Oh. <laughs> you know, she's like okay. an honorary Latina. Okay. You know, Brandy. Yeah, yeah, she nice. is. There's definitely a different side to her, but you know she's working like me, so she has to be out there. You know, you yeah. can't help it if you know you're working with you know you go on some more TMZ catches. It's just what right. it, yeah. well, this is the life we live. You know, yeah. And that whole Polly D and her talking thing, it, to me, it looked like the drunk rambles. When, yeah. Like, you know, and like, yeah, like, you like, oh, oh, my best friend. You're you know, so like cool. when you're in the bathroom, you meet the coolest girl. Yes. You know. <laughs> When you're, you're like, drunk. oh my god, let's hang out. You're like, yeah. why am I following this person on Instagram? Yeah, the next day you're like, I don't remember you. Yeah. We're Facebook friends now. Like, what happened? Special. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think that um, it was a big misunderstanding, you yeah. know, but like, Aubrey's my girl, so she was like, you, you need to go get Polly and tell him what's up. So, I did, you know, it wasn't like, in a rude way, but I told him like, hey, if you really like my friend, like, just please, just leave, you know, like, back off, like, because... I don't know what's going on, but Aubrey's not feeling this, mm-hmm. and so go talk to Aubrey. But it wasn't like because I, I mean I didn't see anything wrong because I was like, "Are you sure, dude? Like I think they're right. just yeah. talking. I think everyone's drunk, <laughs> guys. You know." So. It was like when you get drunk and you just want to tell everybody how much you yeah. love them. Like, and that's why yeah. I, no, I love I everything you've done. I'm like, yeah. everything. Yeah. It's so amazing. And that's why I didn't say anything like rude to Brandy. I was just like, you know, yeah. hey, come here. Yeah. You know, I didn't because I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with what Brandy was doing, <laughs> but we didn't know what was going on because everyone was drinking. Right. and you know how good things times. look you know uh, yeah it was good times <laughs> uh, before we head out let's head into predictions and now you're after so this looks fun y'all go okay. on a date yes. with the earbuds oh yeah <laughs> what can we expect from this? What was it? Yeah. did you play? Did you play any jokes on anyone? Um, so here's the thing. So when I did it, um, what can I spoil? What type of people are they setting uh, you up with? Let me just tell you something funny. So you know when girls get into camaraderie mode and mm-hmm. we're like, "You're my bestie," mm-hmm. right? So at this point, she was feeling Polly. So I was like, "You want me to sabotage the date?" <laughs> girl <laughs> she was like she's like yeah make sure nothing happens and i was like if not i'll report don't worry i got my phone with me <laughs> so so that's the, the funny part because i you know when, when i saw Polly's date i was like are they trying to clone my girl aubrey because oh. that's the only thing i can tell you but it was a lot of fun at the same time i was like you know, I, I was trying to. Who was in your ear when you went on a date? Polly. Oh, it was so me you and Polly. Yeah, so that's that's the reason why when it was me and Polly, Aubrey was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, got your back. So we talked about it, you know. But the it, funny thing is that Polly, is, of course, is really playful on the date. So you know, he was saying all kinds of wild stuff. I can't tell you who the date was, but I was really nervous because I've never been on a blind date. Mm. So these were like blind dates kind of yeah. like I mean I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to say I was like oh my god what if it's like a weirdo like I it was a little traumatizing for me yeah, at first I didn't know yeah it's, but you gotta step out of your comfortability zone yeah right, and that's what the show was teaching us because in you know it's just so crazy because the things that happened are like normally you know we don't just like go up to people on the street and like you know like hey come to my yacht tonight like you know so it was a lot of uncomfortable situations that we were trying to make work because we also were there to learn about each other learn about ourselves you know so it's a really those 
that earbud thing was so funny. And there were so many hilarious moments. I was trying hard to sabotage the date <laughs> for Polly. I mean, for Aubrey, you know, because she was like, she's trying somebody come in Commando between. Style, you know, <laughs> when you have, you know, you can get you your, your girls, girls back. back. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I don't know how it's going to look or what, but it was pretty funny. What so, was the yeah. biggest lesson walking away from this show that you look back and you were like, thank God he placed me in that house, sat across from those people, and, yeah. like, what lesson did you really pull from this experience? Um, two of them. One of them, um, some of the things in my story I've never talked about publicly. Uh, there's only a certain amount of depth depth that I have discussed these experiences and things, traumas that happened to me. So uh, I was going through this soul-searching mission, and I felt that I hadn't mourned a certain death that happened to me. And I've never seen a psychologist because where I come from mm-hmm. in the urban land community mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, anyone with that type of, <laughs> type of family, family yeah. um, <laughs> going to a therapist is considered a no, no, you're crazy. You know, you're, 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 telling you're other shamed people you're for it. Yeah. yeah you're shamed for it. So, uh, this was a very opening experience for me and I felt very free mm. once I released. I also took from that is how to learn to, um, you know, to, to, to give in a little more, I guess, and not be so much work, 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 give someone a chance. Because how are you going to meet someone if you don't give someone a chance? Mm-hmm. You know, I've canceled thousands of, not thousands, but yeah, <laughs> I'm popular. <honey. laughs> but I've, the phone stay ringing. You know, so stay ringing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have, you know, turned down a ton of opportunities of like going on on dates and I might have met someone but I'm glad I didn't because the person that I met now now I've known her for seven years but some Mm. of yeah some of the the things I learned from the show I applied them to my current relationship and it's making us work and my when you left the show did you having these new tools was it something that you looked at the friendship and you were like you know what? After thinking about all this mm-hmm. stuff, how can I use these tools? Or was it well, like me, it just kind of... Well, let me keep it 100 with you. Girl, okay. Not, uh-huh. right. I want you come We've up been friends for seven years, you know but one tequila infused night about five years ago, girl, I kissed her outside of a syrup club. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, you know. Right. Okay. So, the seed was planted. So, you know. I gotta let it be known, girl. I like you, girl. I like you. <laughs> so we remain but friends. There's a lot of flirting. Ago. Yeah, there's a lot of flirting that's been going on. We did a record together. She's a rapper as well. So we did a record together, but we became friends. It wasn't really like a thing. It was just always flirting, you know? Um, but it just so happened that we sort of caught up on, you know, each other's life and what we were up to. And she was like, yeah, you know, I've been going through the soul searching thing. And I was like, oh, me too. And she's like, so I'm single. I was like, well, I'm single too. You're single, so what's up? <laughs> what's going on? Like, you know, let's talk. And I kind of made that first move, and that's very much who I am. Mm-hmm. I am very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Whatever I want, I'm going to get. And the things that I live, this was right out of the house. Oh wow! It was oh, wow. right out of the house, so I was like very open. I mean, I you know I've I've dated men before. Um, I tried going out on another date with a man. It just was not my thing, you know. Um, I don't know if it's a person or what it is, but I don't like to be labeled. You know, I think um, labels belong on products, you know, not on me. And mm-hmm. so, yes. 
you know, when we uh, when we start talking, I, I, you know, something that's very difficult for me is to communicate without, you know, kind of throwing my wall up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which was a big piece of what happened the first night. You know, um, I, I when Brandy came to talk to me, I was so fired up that she confronted me for something that I didn't do wrong. It was the guy was following me. My wall was totally up, so I wasn't hearing anything she was saying. Right. You know, she was like, hey, I want to talk to you. I want to squash people. I was like, no. And and that's something that I'm learning to... But, but I'm, I don't, I'm Salvadorian. I'm a Latina. Like, we're, you know, it's, it's just the, something it's in the just blood. It's just a thing, yeah. you know? It's just like, I'm just like automatic, like, hot inferno snapped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's very difficult. But I'm learning uh, something that I did learn there is to sort of learn to put the wall down a little, be a little bit more vulnerable. You know, mm-hmm. because I've never had to be. I've had to be so hard and go so hard in the paint. Like in 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 this business that we're in, if you as a woman, if you want respect, you have to be Girl. poker face. Okay. Yes. You have to walk into a room and command and demand respect. You don't ask for it. You take it hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. So I have only known that. And so I took away from the house just feeling very free. Okay, I felt like this whole weight was lifted off of me. I was able to mourn this death. I was also learned that it's okay to be vulnerable. You know, I don't believe that everyone deserves that, to see that of you. But I believe that sometimes you also have to look past people, which I decided to do with Brandy. Because I'm like, okay, if she came up to me a little crazy like that, like, it's got to be a little something deeper. And as I started to get to know her deeper, and as I started to be more vulnerable, we all sort of gelled. And the other thing I want to just put out there And that applied to my relationship. Vulnerability really quickly. Um, You know, yeah, everyone doesn't deserve to see it, but if you live in your authentic truth and you walk in your authentic Mm -hmm. self, um, I do believe that when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with everybody mm-hmm. you contain the power yes. because once you become vulnerable and then you rethink that vulnerability yes, yeah. you're now giving them the power so once you've given that vulnerability you own it because mm-hmm. we know where we come from we mm-hmm, know where we stem yes. from ourselves and you have the power they can't mm-hmm. hurt you with that because yeah. you know what mm-hmm. your truth is you know what you walk in and I've always and I, been very transparent yeah. Anyone that Always. I've been talking about my story my whole life, I can call myself on my own shit. If I know I'm out of pocket, I will be the first person to say, "Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I, I apologize yeah. for that. You know, I'm just, just this happened. But well, sorry, man. Okay, I didn't have any coffee this morning. Okay, forgive me." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, it's true. And so I all I have ever known since coming out of the womb is to be tough and to not be vulnerable because if you show that it's like in battle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you show someone that you're vulnerable they're coming for you because they know that sweet spot and so it's been a very I've I've been applying it to my relationship and yes like yesterday me and my girlfriend had like this like little breakdown moment which she calls a gay moment she's really funny she's like (laughs) baby we were being so gay yesterday I was like I know (laughs) she started crying I started crying I was like I'm sorry I'm sorry too yeah like but you know it's, it's working what I learned from there and being vulnerable I think in the safe and right setting is amazing and I am really excited for people to see that piece of my story on the show and hopefully they show it soon um, just so that you know because everyone has to show their characters you know and Mm -hmm. just so people can see why I am how I am and you know um, anyone can come up to me anywhere I'm at I I definitely am not full of myself you guys know this I'm, I'm 
I'm just I'm just chill girl just Samaya from the I, I, yeah <laughs> I came from nothing I'm just trying to work man just trying to take care of my parents hopefully live a positive message out there you know and and, and you do it'd be, yeah. you, you are I love the way you interact with your fans yeah. and you they, I always they, write I, stories I see they feel like they're family with you yeah. you know what I mean and they are mm-hmm. they are I, I'm I'm your people say I feel like you're my bestie in my head and I'm like I am <laughs> I am girl hit me up anytime anytime you know and I'm what are you working open. on right now like what do we got coming out of Samaya Reese? <laughs> uh, well, I have. Um, I'm back to the music. You know, I took about a good two years off. Mm-hmm. I put out some freestyles here and there, but I was really focused on my business. Um, if you guys see a lot of celebrities and people posting the tea, yep. you know mm-hmm. the detox tea. That's I'm the owner and the creator of the Get Slim Detox Tea. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you see me posting it, I'm not an endorsed. Instagram like, model or anything yeah. this I that's own me. it yeah. <laughs> yeah I own that I, shit I, I own that. I'm, the, I'm the only sole creator investor everything I started yes. it um, from nothing so I took some time off just to build my business just to make sure because I've always really aspired to be a businesswoman uh, a boss that's why my mm-hmm. nickname was always the boss before Rick Ross started calling himself the boss yeah. La Hefa. <laughs> and uh, I was working on building that and now you know back to the music I'm working on launching another product I'm seven products in I have all natural weight loss products if anybody want to get any shop this fits me dot com and it's amazing for anyone it helps you with if you have diabetes if you have um, thyroid issues, blood issues, this will help you um, fix that. It will also help you with plateaus. and It'll help you regain your confidence again. You'll be healthy, and you're going to be feeling good, you know? So that's overall the biggest message of, like, what I want to do with my life. I want to be someone that helps. I'm bringing back Fitness with Friends, mm. which is my U.S. tour that I do when I go around the country, and I invite strangers to come work out with me, oh. and I teach them how to be healthy. Um, and I've been doing that for many years and I'm also working on my music like I said and my girlfriend is actually going to be executive producing it Okay, she's a phenomenal writer producer and besides from being a phenomenal woman and artist she's a creative genius you know and we start filming our new reality show okay what on another major network what yeah we start um, around the week of the 10th in the East Coast. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, so I'm going back to the East Coast and we're filming it. Um, It's me and her and her family, our relationship and my relationship with our family and then her relationship with my family. So, it's a, it's a whole thing. thing. So, we're really excited about that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm very thankful because I didn't think I would live past the age of 11. Mm. You know, after being sucked into the life of gangs and, you know, dropping out of school and almost losing my life to being shot and stabbed and attacked, I'm not supposed to be here. But the reason why I'm here is because I'm supposed to tell my story and send out a message. And I hope that people continue to see that. And, um, you know, I will continue to use these platforms to talk about it. Mm, I love you. Yeah. I just love you so much. Uh, where can everyone follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, and that's Somaya uh, Reese, S-O-M-A-Y-A-R-E-E-C-E. Uh, and on Twitter, it's at Somaya underscore Reese. Everything else is just Somaya Reese. And your uh, webpage? 
My webpage is shopthisfitsme.com. Boom. Y'all trying to get real cute for this? Yeah, you know, if you're trying to get snatched, just call Samaya Reese. I'll get you right. Okay. Okay. And you can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram. Boom. Everywhere. Hit me up at DJ Jesse J. First of all, E, congratulations on this show. We're loving it. We're loving the discussion. We're loving the reality. Y'all giving us a whole bunch of tea. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Samaya, for joining us. Make sure you guys follow her and her journey. Uh, also, keep in contact with us at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll be back next week. You never know who's going to stop by. Peace! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.